Blog Talk Radio. One, two, one, two, three, four. Good evening, everybody. It's your favorite host out there. It's Joe Wu Radio. How are you? Good evening to you. Happy Monday. Um, we are at 3926 Kirkwood Highway at the Starbucks. So if you're out here somewhere in Wilmington, Delaware, um, there's a bunch of you. I don't want to call you out on the radio, but come on out and have fun and enjoy it. Uh, the show is actually open to any callers. We've got a very awesome guest here. I'll bring her on in just a few minutes. Uh, call in at 347-989-0028. Um, also have a job satisfaction survey out there that uh, most of you have already seen. It's actually tagged to the shows as well, so make sure you take that survey and get some great great feedback. Uh, last week's show was, was awesome. We had Greg Frenario uh, right from Delaware Live. We had some audio connection issues in the beginning, but those are now resolved. And unfortunately, sometimes when you're starting out, those things do happen, and you just got a great mindset and, uh, and great attitude. And that's uh, one of the reasons why we've got our uh, lovely special guest here, uh, and Melissa Scarrow. She'll be on in just a few minutes. Uh, and just a reminder, uh, I am available for hire. I'm a career and life coach. Um, take advantage of great pricing right now, as you will. Uh, email me at djowu at gmail.com or call me directly at 302-383-3298. Uh, so in the uh, news, we get our news from Daily Job Cuts. Uh, it's a great source of information, job cuts, what's sort of going on out in the industry. Uh, Trump Plaza Casino and the owners of the casino plan uh, to keep it closed for 10 years in a tax-saving measure. So, again, Atlantic City is really suffering in the uh, casino industry, and that's, that's a big problem. And for those of you who think that Trump owns the casinos, he does not. It's actually an investment group that does own the casinos. So uh, let Trump run for president, and the uh, casino group is, is where you want to go. Uh, FedEx has actually asked the uh, European Union uh, competition regulator to approve its $4.4 billion euro bid for its Dutch rival TNT Express. Uh, so no, no news other than just that that's actually in the works, and I could see some additional job creations here. Uh, in the U.S. potentially. Uh, Mercy Health uh, fired 347 workers due to um, Obamacare and increasing challenges in their reimbursement structure. Uh, so they cited that about uh, you know having challenges and meeting the cost. And unfortunately, I think those are some things that we're going to see as the healthcare uh, situation evolves. Uh, the Ritz-Carlton in Phoenix, uh, 200 people were actually out of work when the Central Phoenix Hotel shuts down. Uh, but many people will be offered jobs when the hotel is renovated and reopened under a new name, a new brand in January. So look for a brand new spanking hotel uh, in uh, downtown Phoenix. Uh, Master Lock is actually closing its Rochester, New York plant. A total of about 350 employees will actually lose their jobs. Uh, and these folks can actually be relocated to Oak Creek, Wisconsin, or Mexico. And as we've talked in the past about going out of the country and outsourcing, uh, there again, we see some job shifting outside of the country. Uh, General Mills is going to eliminate about 675 to 725 workers in a bid, bid to reduce their administrative costs in their uh, Project Compass plan, and it's going to do some sluggish sales and uh, changing consumer taste. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see what happens with uh, General Mills. A, year, a couple of years ago, they did sort of the same restructuring, so it seems like it's a cyclical uh, type event, so we'll keep an eye on that. And Barnes & Noble, their sales have declined uh, for the fourth straight quarter, and sales in online and bookstores, uh, their Nook sales are actually down 40%. Uh, so to turn around the company, the company's actually featuring popular books and movies, and the company's also added gifts, toys, uh, craft beer kits, and portable turntables. Uh, and as we've kind of talked about, I think one of the themes is is when you're out there in business, if you try to do too much and try to be everything for everybody, I just don't see how that's going to work. And I'm really not sure how, how Barnes & Noble is going to really pull it off because if you're trying to be everything and do so many things, you're going to lose your focus on, on your core business. So I think really what 
what Barnes & Noble really needs to look at is how to really structure their online business uh, and really kind of compete with Amazon and compete with the iPad. And I just don't see their focus there. So I'd look for probably some significant uh, layoffs and cuts potentially down the road or even next year as, as things continue to look, uh, look bleak for Barnes & Noble. Uh, Intuit is actually restructuring, uh, so that impacts about 399 jobs. Uh, folks will receive sec separation packages and career assistance, which I think is good, but that's about 5% of its workforce. So uh, no other news other than that, that's a restructuring plan, so we'll keep an eye on Intuit and see what's, um, see what's happening there. And Education Management Corp., I know the 300 people laid off as it struggles with its declining enrollment, so if you are somebody who works at Education Management Corp., um, might be time to actually look elsewhere. Uh, a couple updates, uh, Kraft Foods and Heinz Merger. No one really knows what's um, going to happen with the 200, uh, two, uh, excuse me, 22,000 Kraft employees who will be let go. Uh, and judging what Heinz did when they took the company private, things moved pretty quickly. So Heinz management likes to move uh, at a fairly quick pace, and uh, workers at every level are going to be impacted. And one of the key phrases that the Heinz CEO said is change is never easy. So to me, that could possibly indicate that there might be more, more layoffs coming. And, and typically, you see that with a merger, uh, you'll start to see some layoffs uh, occur, and then see a gradual uh, decline in that, and then it'll see an uptick in layoffs, potentially once they get through the, uh, the merger. Uh, HSN is closing their distribution center in Roanoke, Virginia, eliminating about 350 positions. That's going to happen sometime in April 2016. Uh, no further updates on that, but again, if you're actually um, working for HSN, I talk about career planning and be in advance of, of uh, things that are actually happening, so you definitely want to start looking and thinking what's going to be happening with HSN in, in the future. As we talked about with Starbucks, uh, no further updates, uh, but they are still closing the 23 of its uh, Lavalon retail locations by the end of September. Uh, Fifth Third Bank Corp is still closing 100 branches, and they've abandoned plans for 30 new ones. There's no additional updates right now, so it looks like that's proceeding as, as planned. And Advanced Micro Devices, uh, no further updates from our uh, last update on their spin-off spin and breakup. Uh, they're still kind of mulling that right now, so we'll, we'll see where that goes. And again, Martha Stewart Living, no further updates. Somebody actually had posted, you know, what will become of Martha Stewart, that she's uh, still se she's selling her organization that's going to be acquired for $353 million. She'll still stay on as chief creative officer on the board and probably have some sort of capacity, but I would look for her to probably phase out within a couple um, couple years. So uh, without further ado, I'd like to bring on our special guest here, and Melissa Escaro. She is author, speaker, and mentor. And uh, it's a great friend of mine. And one of the things I always talk about is being in the right mindset for your career. And I really feel it's a huge area uh, that needs to be addressed, an area that I think sometimes we take for granted. So, Melissa, welcome to the show. Appreciate Thank you. Thank you so much. I'm really stoked to be here today. This is awesome. So, uh, Melissa has actually recently published a book called Intentions. That's Intentions with a 10, which is a mindset reset guide to happiness. And we'll be talking a little bit about that in just, uh, just a few minutes. And we'll also talk about... Uh, stress reduction and self-care in different phases of your career transition. So welcome again, Melissa, and uh, let's get right into the questions. Awesome. Uh, so, Melissa, how, when did you actually get started down this uh, career path of yours? Well, my career path wasn't straight and narrow, as it usually isn't. I have over a decade of, of history working with people um, with my bachelor's degree in psychology, my master's in clinical social work. I work with clients ranging right. from anywhere with women with eating disorders to families in transition. And just along the path, I've, I've really wanted to just learn and help and educate people. Along the way, I became involved with coaching, and that's where I really found um, a lot of just good information to give to people. Right. And well, along with that, too, came along the path with meditation and intention setting. Because like you said, it's really all about your mindset. Yeah, no, absolutely. I, I couldn't agree more with you. So that's, that's great. So it sounds like you've had a diverse amount of experience uh, and, and bringing yeah. it all together now, which is, which is, I think is a neat thing. 
So what's your why uh, to go down this path? Like, what, what drives you with this? You know, I know for me, when I was going through career transitions and trying to figure everything out, it, I know I was totally lost. I really had no idea at one point, like, what direction I wanted to go. In. And and right. when I got more involved with meditation and mindset and intention setting, it was something that I found so valuable for myself to shift my mindset. And it's something so easy you could do just just by changing your thoughts. And that was something that I wanted to share with other people. Right. Now, do you see a lot of people sort of not focusing on that? A lot of the, your, your clients that you have, you actually see a lot of them coming in with a lot of these problems and they have really not done any kind of meditation, maybe some of it or... Absolutely, because a lot of times what I find people really don't understand what exactly meditation is or they think it's too hard or they think they don't have the time for it. So what Intentions is really all about is teaching people how to uh, do a mindfulness practice in 10 minutes a day. And that's really the beauty of the Intentions. It doesn't have to take long. It doesn't have to be complicated. And you do what works for you. Um, So it's really all about setting that intention in the morning following that practice, and in the evening, having an evening reflection of going back through your day. Right. I like that. And I think, like I said, it's all about repetition. It's all about the time commitment. A lot of people always stress and say, we don't have a lot of time to do it. But I think 10 minutes for me, I you know, started reading a book about two months ago, and I love it. It's 10 minutes, really. It's very simple. Get up in the morning, read a quick uh, intention, and, and that's it. I mean, it's very simple. It really gets you in a good good mindset, especially if you do it in the morning, like you said. Absolutely. It's yeah. a great way to start your morning. I mean, a lot of times we have our, our rituals and our routines for getting ready in the morning, you right. know, get taking a shower and, and putting on our makeup for us ladies, but how often do we really have uh, routines and rituals for our mindset? Right. And intentions is really a great way to get your mindset in order. You see a lot of people struggling with this type of routine to really kind of get in there because I think it's so easy for all of us to really go down the path of, you know, oh, you know, I just was caught off by a driver. I just had a really bad phone call, and you kind of get into that negative mindset, get into the bitching, complaining. Um, do you see a lot of people just really just trying to, it's hard to get them out of that sort of state? Absolutely. When you first get started, it absolutely is. Anytime you start anything new, it is developing a new habit. And, right. and like so the beauty of this is that it's repetitive, uh, a repetitive practice you could do every day, and it's set for 90 days. So the more often that you do it and right. you repeat that process, it just becomes second nature to you. Yeah, that's great. And I love the book, too, because for me, it's like I'm in transition, and I love how you started with day one of let go of the anger make room for the good. I mean, that really, I think, sets the tone for the book because everybody has, you can see just what's been going on in the world with the you know, Confederate flag issues and a lot of the um, challenges in Baltimore and in Ferguson. You just see so much anger, so much hatred out there. And I think that's like a perfect start, perfect sort of metaphor for what's going on right Absolutely. now. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I, think, I think it's really important because in order to allow more abundance and allow more fulfillment to come into your life, you really have to let go of those things that are no longer no longer serving you. So right. that really, that was intentional how I set of letting go of that anger because you got to let it go in order to, to move forward. Yeah, exactly. And, and what's interesting too is like on day 14, you talk about I live my life in person, not virtually. And I think that's really important for people to know how to really, you know, not live it virtually. So can you kind of explain a little bit about that? Absolutely. So I find in today's world, I, I was just, we were just talking beforehand, right. how I have a love-hate with social media. Because through social media, I've met some really amazing people, uh, made some amazing connections, both personally and professionally. Right. And at the same time, you know how easy it is to get sucked into social media. Yes, it is. <laughs> so what, really that, that day is really focusing on how you're going to live your life every day and appreciating those moments, putting down the computer, putting down the, the, you know, the tablet, putting down the, the smartphone, and really being present. Um, really, that's the essence of what mindfulness and meditation is, is presence, because all we have is this time right now, being present in this moment now. I agree, and, and it's amazing how people get so sucked into, into social media. I, mean, I love social media. I think there's so many great things. Like I said, I've met so many great people, and, and there's so many people that do some good things out there, like yourself. You put intentions out there. I see people putting a lot of posts like through Instagram and Pinterest now with, with really cool positive sayings and, and positive pictures and things like that. 
I think, which is, which is great. But then you get the person who kind of starts complaining about their day, and you see everything just kind of piles on and, and really gets sucked into it. So it's, it's an interesting mindset. It's, it's, it's like you said, love-hate. I love-hate, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, you find, you find those people that you want to surround yourself with. So right. I, what I would in my feed, everyone that's in my feed, it's intentional. They, right. they, they have something positive to say. And if there's something on there that I don't necessarily like, I mean, there's always that you know, yeah, right. yeah, yeah, <laughs> turn off exactly. button. <laughs> right, and, and I think that's the thing. I think some of the things that I talk about, too, is, you know, you are who you spend your time with. And as I've learned and as I've kind of made my transition too, you know, spending with a lot of positive people, not to say the world is all rosy and there's, there's challenges and issues, but when you get somebody just constantly complaining, it does, does you really no good. So there's been times where I've unfortunately had to let people go on Facebook. It's just not served me well and it's not served them by me just not being, you know, might be being there as well and not doing anything. Absolutely. You have to choose people yeah. who want to spend your time with. Absolutely. Right, right. So let's talk a little bit about, you know, stress reduction. You know, we talk about careers, and right now, I think in this day and age, you know, there's so much transition going on. It seems like every month there's a big company laying off, closing stores, and as we kind of heard in the news, you know, Martha Stewart's now selling her company. Uh, a lot of these little companies, you know, kind of started up or struggling a little bit, and, and people get so stressed, and it just seems like people just don't make that time. So what, what are so many things coming in. So what are some things that you can actually do for stress reduction in, in a career? Absolutely. Well, I think one of the things is just to really define what exactly stress is. And there's so many definitions, but when it comes down to it, stress is really worrying about those things that you cannot control. Right. So it's really having an understanding that you do have to be present in the moment. And, right. you know, as you're going through that career transition, things might not always play out the, the, the way that you want to play out. And you, Not to say that you can't be inactive and not take action, sure. but sometimes it's just one of those things where you just have to be present and let, let the process happen. Right. So being okay with the process. Um, another stress-relieving uh, thing that I like to tell people is breathing. Right. Breathing is huge, and I know it sounds so <laughs> oh, <yeah>. simple, <laughs> but just by changing your physiology, by taking a deep breath in, it automatically, in your body, it slows down the heartbeat. It gets you just in that state right. where you can start to process information a little bit differently. So I know for me, when I'm having those days, even, oh, yeah. even right. like before coming here, <laughs> right. I'm like, oh, my gosh, I'm, I could be I on right. Just taking a deep breath and exhale. Yeah. All right, and everybody, let's take a deep breath out there. <laughs> right. One, two, three. <laughs> There we go. No, absolutely. I, I think that's what it's funny. It's one of the biggest things that I see too, and I, and I, I find myself sometimes really struggling with it too. You know, I'll be in a big you know meeting with some executives, mm-hmm. or I'll be in a, a presentation, and I'm sitting there, you know, scared to death, and I'm doing some things, and I'm like, okay, I put myself in a good state of mind. I'm saying positive things, but I forget to breathe. Right. And it's it's so amazing how that's like our biggest lifeline. You know, we just we so forget how to how to breathe, especially in situations where you're stuck in traffic and, and that's my biggest thing mm-hmm. right now is I, I cannot stand being stuck in traffic I want to be on the go I want to move and I've started to do some things where I start to breathe kind of close my eyes for a second just kind of breathe and breathe out I've noticed it does actually start to really reduce a lot of the uh, the pre- blood pressure the stress absolutely things, so. absolutely breath is one of the easiest it's one of the easiest things that you could do for stress right. reduction because our minds are always going 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 another really uh, great tip that I have is you know, when you're in that transition, whether you're in the beginning of your career search or whether you're in a career that you love or starting your own business, there's so much to do. Right. So having, you know, compartmentalizing everything you have to do, right. you might have this big laundry list, but pick three things a day that yeah. you want to accomplish that day and go through that list, three things a day. And if you don't get those three things a day, then it goes on to the next day. Yeah. Get it out of your head, get it on paper, and take one task at a time. That's another huge point, too. People just, you know, make so many big things of just, so many things that you know, we throw so many things out that we have our big to-do list and there's 15 things by the end of the day there's 25 things and we may have gotten one thing done I think so many people you know, procrastinate with that so how do you get somebody sort of out of that mindset where you know they have this this massive list well, I'm guilty of it you know I, I do I try to do good with creating action item lists and sort of chunking it down but how do you really get 
people have that mindset of, okay, I've got this to-do list, and then you just get, you procrastinate, and then you just don't do anything. You sit back and, and do nothing, basically. Right, right. And I think it's, it's really about shifting that mindset, right. getting it out of your head. That's the first thing, because we, like I said, we have all this great information or had great right. ideas. I'm, I'm guilty of it, too. I have all these programs and things I want to offer to, to my audience. Right. Getting it out of my head, getting it on paper, and really just going through it systematically. Sure. Like what's what's really important today? Um, taking that and taking it off the list, and getting if you can get one thing accomplished off your list, right. then that's a great thing. And then making sure that you celebrate when you oh, accomplish that's so that. Key. That's, that's so key. That's so key because we, we we check it off, and then it's like okay, that's done. Let's move on to the next thing. You got to celebrate those accomplishments. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I have probably a tendency to kind of over celebrate like a kid, but you know it's it's fun. I mean, people look at me and say, "Wow, that's kind of crazy." I'm like, "Yeah, I had a great day. I had a wonderful day." Or you know, I got a great, you know, great lead on something. And I'm like, wow, I'm a kidney candy star. You know, I, I like that stuff. Absolutely. And it's so easy to forget. And I think, too, sometimes even when you're, when, you know, you have a, a pretty decent interview, you need to celebrate a little bit. You hey, do. it was great. And give yourself feedback. Like, hey, I did really well. It was really good. I felt on top of the world. And it's great. And you put yourself in a good state. That you way do. you keep progressing. Exactly. And you and I know that yeah. getting yourself in your emotional state, that's, right. that's the number one thing. I mean, for those people that are really struggling and looking for jobs, it can get very discouraging. Getting out of bed, taking yep. a shower, getting ready like your normal day, celebrating that you got out that day. I mean, that's that's a huge accomplishment. Oh, exactly. Too many people don't do that. Right. Yeah, and it just again, it's like breathing. You take for granted so exactly. many little things like that. So, to everybody out there, you hear us. You know, take 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 the time to celebrate. Have fun a little bit. Go out to dinner. Don't go too crazy. Spending stuff. We talk about and then financial wisdom. But there and have a little bit of time to so enjoy it. You take the time to spend with your family, especially have you know uh, spouse and kids. Just enjoy that. Celebrate. A great, you know, great accomplishment. Even if it's, you know, you completed a project, that's huge. It gives you, builds you huge momentum. Absolutely. So let's talk a little bit about self-care. I think this is, you know, one of the areas when I had Nick Pruvenera on here a couple weeks ago about getting physically fit. I think this is an area where a lot of people just really neglect sort of the self-care and just don't focus on, you know, again, sort of keeping themselves in the right mm-hmm. mindset and keeping themselves really in, I think, a good balance with life. So what are some things people can kind of do about self-care? Well, I mean, it's going to be yeah. different for everyone, but definitely taking that time for yourself. And again, I'm just, I, I talk about things that I need to practice as well, not feeling guilty about right. it. So at the end of the day, you know, whether it's, you know, taking a long hot bath or going for a walk, um, you know, making a phone call, doing something really special for yourself. It doesn't right. necessarily have to be, like you said, um, if you were talking about going to dinner, it doesn't right. have to be something extravagant. I mean, you right. can see, you know, reading a good book uh, that's not related to business at all, doing something for yourself. And making that part of your routine of every day, even right. if it's again only the ten minutes a day. Right. No, and you're right. It doesn't have to be something extravagant like exercise. I mean, like for me, like when I think of self care, something really cool is you know I love my kids. I've got a great wife and family, and what I do is go for walks. You know, go out in the front yard. We've been doing a lot of playing frisbee now, and that's just like for me. I think it's like almost like self care. It's like I'm really kind of you know making the family happy. We're having a good time. It's great bonding time and it's, it's good quality time absolutely. so it's, it's a great piece of it absolutely walking is great i love for me walking i love um i love yoga and oh, yeah. stretching um, i mean that's just really great um reading books that are not having to do anything with business just for fun um there's tons of things that you do but it's really important to do the process and and recharge your batteries in a sense because again yeah. you're, you're out there you're pushing you're, you're driving yourself and you need that time. Yep, exactly. So um, so a lot of things that you offer, this is a great time for you to kind of talk to our, our listeners about sort of a lot of things that you do. So please, you know, let people know how to get in contact with you. I um, think it's good. You know, Melissa's awesome. I, I've known Melissa for a number of years now. She's wonderful to work with. Got such amazing positive energy radiant here. I mean, I feel like the place is lighting up here with, with sunshine <laughs> right now. It's funny. 
on a kind of a dreary uh, with some of the rain. But how do people get in contact with you? Do they want to actually hook up with you and, and get involved? Absolutely, yeah. So uh, my website is um, it's my name, MelissaEscaro.com. I actually do have a special offer, too, for oh, your great. listeners. Awesome. That's great. So um, if they go to MelissaEscaro.com backslash Joe Wu, um, you'll come to a, a, a part where you can actually sign up for one of my bonuses Please. just for the listeners today. I have a, a ton of other free content as Great. well, too, but um, this is going to be something that people can use to help them along with their job um, search to help them kind of get themselves in that right emotional awesome. mind frame. Um, but I do offer inspirational, um, a 365 program, which is a daily dose of inspiration. Right. And I have my blog, uh, and I'm coming up with a lot of different programs. I'm always out and about doing workshops and uh, speaking engagements and book signings and things like that, too. But yeah. the best way to reach me is the website. That's awesome. And, and we'll put, once we're wrapped up with the show, we'll make sure we put that on all my social media. That way you can get in touch with uh, Melissa. She's all over the place on all social media. Yeah. So she's, uh, she's great to work with. Um, so one of the, the last questions I'd like to ask um, folks is, looking back at your younger self, um, you know, if your younger self was sitting in front of you, mm-hmm. uh, what's the one piece of advice you would tell your younger self right uh, now? That's, good. that's <laughs> a really good question. <laughs> and I, I think I would tell her, uh, you know, just, just not to worry, really not right. to worry, to be present in the moment. Because I, I think back when I was that 21-year-old self of, you know, always needed to fulfill the next goal, do the next thing, and do the next thing, and not really appreciating that time as much as I could have. Right. And just really appreciating the moment, being present, because everything has a way. Well, right. It really does. I mean, I know that might sound corny, but it does have a way of working itself out, taking care of yourself, and focusing on what you want to focus on. Oh, that's awesome. That's great. No, I couldn't agree more with that. So. Well, thank you very much, for Melissa, for joining thank us. I really appreciate this. And uh, if you want to call in right now, we'll be here for another few minutes as we start to wrap up. We're at 347-989-0028. Definitely want to get folks to call in. If you have any career-related questions or any, any questions for Melissa, also, too, some of you have actually posted stuff on uh, social media. I haven't seen anything tonight, but if there are things uh, that Melissa can follow up on, feel free to reach out to her after the show. And if you're listening to this sort of after the show as well, this will become a podcast. It will be on iTunes, which is great, you know, get in touch with Melissa or myself, and I'll put you in touch with her, and we'll uh, we'll make sure. So, greatly appreciate you coming on today. It's been awesome. Absolutely, thank thank you. Thank you. So, looks like we don't have any uh, any callers uh, tonight. Uh, So, again, if you have anything on social media, we'll definitely be checking it over the next uh, next couple days. The episode will be available probably within about an hour to listen for playback, and uh, we'll make sure we hook up Melissa's contact information as well. Uh, so that's actually all the time we have tonight. Uh, join me next week for another weekly show, Love This Monday at 8 o'clock p.m. I think it's a great time, a uh, great experience. And thank you, Melissa Carroll, for your time today again. Thank appreciate you so it. much. Uh, stay tuned for information on uh, next week's guest. I'll have that out in the next day. You can find me at Facebook at Facebook.com, Joe Wu fan page, Twitter at Joe Reichowski, Google Plus, JoeWu.com. Website will be up in about uh, somewhere around three to four weeks, making great progress and got a lot of a lot of cool things and programs coming soon, so definitely uh, be on the lookout for that and continue to support me. I really appreciate it. And thank you again for listening and joining me tonight, and thank you for being a part of this journey. Uh, good night, everybody, and live amazing. We'll see you soon.